Here we go. I'll, I'll, I'll give it the intro. Welcome to Surgecast, the official Surgeons podcast. Surgeons, it's the most valuable NFT <laughs> community out there. <laughs> Bro, it's a one-stop shop. Come on. It's a one-stop shop for NFTs and NFT-related functions. So whether you're an alpha caller, need some project analysis, market <laughs> updates, whitelist giveaways, education, builder sessions, supporting your team, networking, or anything else. At Surgeons, you receive the utility to help you progress along the curve in the Web3 space. And with me, I have Esteemed. Hello. I am terrible. Esteemed, one of the co-founders of Surgeons. <laughs> and Ruthie. this motherfucker ass on. So, um, I, I also have 10-8. Hey, guys. What's up? And John Weiner. Hi guys, I'm that rambly guy that's just dying of laughter. <laughs> so the reason why we're all kind of giggling a bit is because they know what's going to happen, and I'm about to explain to you. And My they're very nervous. So high right now. Come on. <laughs> all right. The first question. The first question of what would you do? And I'm going to ask this to Esteem first because Ruthie's talking too much already. Esteem, you're the founder of a project and you're two days into your mint and you still haven't minted out, what do you do? All right. So there's a couple of different ways that you would tackle this and a couple of answers that I wouldn't go towards directly. And so those are the answers that I'm going to come up with first. Um, So what we did see in this space previously were people lowering mint price after the mint had already dropped. Clearly, Clearly that didn't work. It bricked the floor price. And so that's not what I'm going to be doing. What else we've been seeing is a lot of founders cutting the supply and then minting a big portion of it themselves and then claiming to have uh, minted out. Again, I will not be doing that. So what would I be doing? In that case, I would try potentially try to look for external investors just because I feel that there's a pretty big need for us to be bringing external money into the space, whether that be benefiting you know, the project or benefiting the other holders who have um, you know, yet to mint because they're looking for that volume. That's, that's, as, that's as deep as I'm going to get into it. Ruthie? Hey bro, I have a question for you. Why do you think you're going to get external investments if you can't sell out your project? Oof. Here we, oh, here we go. <laughs> Look, yeah, man, come on. All right. Okay, thank you for that question. It's a valid question. It's a very, very valid question. I think the way that the space is right now, it is extremely, extremely immature. Not everyone can identify the value proposition of every single project or look deep enough into them for them to understand what each project is offering. Obviously, if I'm building something, it's going to be something that's worth investing in. And if retail investors aren't able to identify that, then the retail investors might not have been the right market to pitch this to, to start with. And so that's why I would potentially look towards uh, pitching this to more sophisticated investors. I have a follow-up question. Uh, so you're two days into Mint and you're trying to find external investors. But do you really think that's going to keep the community happy? Um, given that if you did want to do it, You could have done it before and you actually think you can secure it to actually get the mint going back uh, and people minting essentially. 
Mm, that's that's very valid as well. So the general process of acquiring VC funding or angel investor funding is normally between six to 18 months. Six at the very bare minimum. And this is if you have existing relationships and connections and, you know, previous experience in that field. What would what, what I would respond to that would be to say that if this were me, it would be something that we would have looked into early on before Mint. Although in this situation, I would more so bring this out as a last kind of like reaching at the hay attempt to mint out the project. Again, I don't, I wouldn't say that minting out a project, uh, minting out a project is completely necessary for you to continue with the project. But if this is something that the investors wanted, the existing investors, the existing community wanted, then it is something that I would potentially explore. But why would you why would you try to find investors into a project that doesn't have a demand to mint out in the first place would be the better question, wouldn't it? Mm, that is a very good question. And I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm 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 struggling with this. <laughs> yeah. As expected. Yeah, as expected. Yeah, because it's a hard question. Yeah, it's it's a hard question, but the, the reality is that in order for you to get investors, you have to be able to deliver value, correct? So mm, mm, mm. everything just trickles back down to value because if you have a value, your project automatically should be able to mint out, correct? Ooh, and that's a tough one to go at because even if projects do have value, what we're seeing right now is that people look for volume more than they do for value, right? A project can have all the value, all the utility in the world, but if there isn't any volume minting it, no matter how good the project is, it might not mint out. I've seen plenty of great projects in the past have insane value, have insane teams backing them, but because people don't take that initial step towards minting, other people don't follow. Mm, I have something to say about that. Do you think that they might have insane value, quote unquote, or they just didn't have product market fit, right? I truly believe that if someone was taking a very calculated approach to bring your project to market and they were in this never ending pursuit of finding product market fit within the Web3 audience and taste palettes, their project would probably mint out if they took the community feedback and research. Uh, at its core of all the decision making they made about the mint and the mid price. So breaking down this question back to the earliest uh, assumptions, does this pro uh, project have product market fit? Is it something that isn't just like a derivative that slapped out expecting to mint out? Or am I dealing with something that is more like taking over a project that is like complete bull that has zero value, but still trying to find a way to mint it out? No way. <laughs> I think no question. So, <laughs> uh, sorry, uh, I just have a follow-up question on that. Um, now, okay, you can look for external investment, or you might already have done it. I want to know how are you going to approach the community side? What are you going to tell them, and how are you going to convey the message that your project can still keep going? Oh, I, I like this question tonight. I like this question. So this comes down to how you would approach this. Me personally, I feel like this is something that could potentially move the market, move the market as in move the floor price. And so I feel like this isn't something that should be consulted with the community despite it benefiting the community. I feel you should possibly go to a couple of, you know, 
your super members, the members that you know completely believe in you and also get a handful of those that don't believe in you and pitch the idea to them. Maybe on a one-to-one basis, but not as like a whole complete discussion for the fact that people are more in love with an idea as soon as it comes out as opposed to being able to, you know, think about the idea as it goes. You know, like bringing this as a surprise, showing it minted out, showing these relationships that you've formed and the value that's going to come after this has come out could spark, you know, a higher floor price, more more demand, more eyes, more attention for the project. Tonight? So it seems what you're saying is you're going to consult some members of the community and not everyone, uh, which goes back to something we were discussing earlier, wherein no feedback is bad feedback, right? So why would you not approach, run a poll, for instance, or have an announcement or have a VC and get people's feedback and convey the message to everybody? And why only some super members, as you call it? And so this comes back down to, if we look at, uh, okay, let's say we're talking about um, stocks, right? Stocks and companies, existing corporations, do they announce all of their plans as they go or do they announce them once they're finalized? Because the way that we're thinking about this right now, have we locked anything in? Is it more so, okay, we're going to have these discussions, it's going to be locked in and then we're going to decide, yes, is this going to be minted or no? It's, oh, is this going to be minted by a VC or no, is this going to be minted by a VC? So after that, I I'm think so- I can get a better idea of the response that I should be giving. Uh, I'm sorry, but I thought Web3 was all about community. I mean, then we're simply going <laughs> towards the route of centralized uh, uh, companies, right? With an AGM, with voting rights and whatnot. So where's the community then? Oh, I feel very so backed sorry, into Steve. a corner right I'm now, so man. I feel very so backed into a corner. <laughs> that just sounds like an actual company with extra steps. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> okay, so what I've noticed up until now is that we've had pretty good success being able to reach out to a handful of community members before we push out the greater idea towards the rest of the community. Just for the fact that if you are able to select, you know, enough people from a range of demographics, a range of backgrounds, a range of beliefs in the project, you do get a general idea of how you should be positioning something, right? Because if you go out raw without any plan, without any idea of how people will receive this, then you're probably going to run into a lot of roadblocks. You're going to come into a, a lot of issues the moment you do bring it out. I think what where I'm trying to come from is that you get a general idea of what the sentiment in the community is before you go out with such a big announcement like this. For example, if you reach out to these core, um, you know, these, these, these handful of community members that you think will give you a holistic understanding of where you should be positioning it and then deciding whether you should go with this or you shouldn't go with this before pitching it to the rest of the community. I think that's one way for you to make sure that you do get the value from the community as well as you deliver something that a majority of the community will actually really respond to uh, in kind. Thank you, esteemed. How does it feel like in, to be in the corner like that? Man, I knew I was not going to have a good time doing this. But that's all right, because now we're going to move on to Ruthie. And you've already used <laughs> up one answer, so he's got one less answer to use. Oh, fuck. Yeah, and okay, well, it seemed actually, if you paid attention to what he was saying, he dropped about five answers in one go. 
but I will try my best anyways. So one of the things... Okay, let me just quickly read over the question again. Oh, Two really days into a month. Can't mess this up. You've had time to think about it, mate. No Bro, I'm trying. Yeah. I'm stressed. <laughs> After two days into your mint, you still haven't minted out. Okay, thank you. I think that as a founder of X Project, I would be very disappointed and ready to reflect on everything that I've done wrong. Obviously, I didn't listen to the community enough. I wasn't patient and I rushed to the mint as opposed to building out the project and showing value before asking for anyone's money, right? But anyways, I'm in this position now and I've absolutely fucked this mint over. Now I've got to take responsibility and find a path forward. I think the most efficient way to approach this is I would devise maybe three plans, plan A, plan B, plan C, with a few advisors, other successful founders uh, that would make sense for this project. One of them being, say, for example, that I might have to drop this down to a free mint project, refund all of the people that minted, and then try to see if I can optimize the roadmap to be a community-led driven project that can also deliver something that is in-brand and in-line with what we're trying to build out initially, our vision and vision statement. Maybe there's another method. Oh, oh, come on, Tene, don't jump the gun just yet. <laughs> and then it's pretty what to I would get also you. do is, say, for example, option B might be that I would have to look to cut the supply. Cut the supply and build with the remainder funds that I would have and optimize a roadmap so that it is completely in line with the runway that I have and the ability to produce whatever work I need to with the funds available. Um, I would have three of these options and then I would try to get in touch with then 20 to 30, maybe even 50 community members, however much I can, to then get them onto one-on-one calls and break down the options with them and get their feedback. So then at least these options are also aligned with what the community thinks best. It won't just be super community members. It would be, you know, some holders, some potential investors, some uh, some community audience that I have in Discord here and now. I'll get a good mix of people and varying opinions, right? And then hopefully I have a very clear idea of what option makes sense and move forward with that. So, fine. I mean, all of that is great. You're going to have calls. You're going to get in people. Fantastic. How are you going to manage your finances? You got into the project thinking you're going to mint out. Your entire roadmap is based on that. Now what happens? Yeah, I think this is where I have to go back to first principles and see exactly why I was building this project in the first place. What was I intending to deliver to this space? What kind of community uh, was I intending to build? What kind of mission and vision and experience was I trying to build as well? And then think, okay, I planned this very suboptimally for a sellout. Now, looking at the proposed roadmap I had, how can I deliver something that makes sense with what I was trying to build for? that is still valuable to the community and exciting for a significant less amount of capital that I have. So I think the beautiful thing about where we are right now in this age and day is that there are actually a lot of low code, no code solutions out there, a lot of builders and uh, a lot of experiences that you can create with low capital, right? I don't have to build out a full stack platform. I can probably mimic the same amount of value and effort through some free code tools online. So I try to go down that path of seeing what tools are available out there for a significant less amount of revenue than I need and try to build something out, a similar impact with that. 
But the floor price is not good. What are you going to do about the floor price, Rufini? So every day on Twitter, I'd say financial advice. Please invest in my project. It's going to go to the moon. Every single day, I'd be posting. No, I was joking. Um, yeah, the floor price is going to be shit. Let's face it. But hopefully, find the community and the strategic advisors that I have, and figuring out what low fund roadmap I can produce, and cut this supply down, or even do a free mint would signal to the space that I'm completely community-led, that I've realized my faults and I'm trying to build a beautiful project. But you're a rock now, Rufi. You didn't get it to the price. You're a rock uh, now. I understand that I might be perceived as a rug puller, but we're, as we've understood in this space, tension <laughs> moves over and, and, and wind blows over in a couple of days, right? Let's look at the Azuki founder. Oh, multiple God. projects, but let's look at him now, right? He's chilling. Oh, He's God. chilling with the entire space, loving his work. So I would say that yes, I would cop a lot of uh, a lot of uh, hate for the first couple of days, but right after that, I think we're in the green and we'd be able to build down an open playing field. Thank you, Ruthie. And that's what that's what we think. But what do you all think? And I am going to set that question live. Now uh, on Slider, stand, please vote stand, for I Ruthie's. Actually, <laughs> I actually hope that we're still friends after this, man. Mate, you I am not loving this now. whatsoever. I am not loving but this. To be fair, to be fair, to be fair, Ruthless did have a lot more time than Esteem to prepare on this. So he, no, he kind of has an no, advantage. I'm going to take this one. I'm going to take this as an L. Oh, we're 50-50 with two votes? Hey, I, because I voted, Ruthie did an amazing job answering that. My initial team. focus was to go straight into how can I improve the floor price so that we can mint out. Ruthie went back into how can we actually build this project up towards making the community love the project to mint out. And so the two different approaches kind of go in tandem if you have both of them at the same time working towards the same goal. So, look, even though... It was it was it was rough answering first. I, I I like the outcome of this. What you're trying to say is that together you came up with the perfect answer. So you're just thankful to have this co-founder that you work with that uh, is your, you know, Come, the the, the other side to your answer. Oh, beautiful, b- beautifully said, beautifully hey, we, said. We sleep in bed together at night. Oh, yeah. whoa, 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 that's whoa. you got to build a relationship like that if you want to have a co-founder. All right, you guys just don't understand. All right. We'd be, we'd be sharing the same baked beans every every night. So nine votes in. We got 78% from Ruthie for this one. So thank you, everyone, for voting. I am going to leave that open until I finish this sentence, and then we'll move on to the next question. <laughs> it's all right. Esteem, bro. We, we, let's, oh, God. Let's not read the new score. <laughs> you better stay on your setup side of the bed tonight, mate. <laughs> Stay away from you tonight. I'll give you some space. And that has been deactivated. All right. Moving on to the second question of the night or morning, depending on where you are. So you, you, um, and this one will be for Ruthie to answer first. And and it's really good because you actually started to answer it. So Ruthie, your co-founder was just exposed as a serial rugger. What do you do? Okay. So esteemed was exposed as a serial rugger. It is up to me to try to recover this project. What do I do? Um, no, Greg, can I ask some clarifying questions? Of course. 
at what stage of the project was he exposed? Um, after a successful, fully minted project, you, um, oh, you're now a blue chip. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, Sounds really familiar, eh? This is this is a very uh, this is a very easy one. So the first thing that I would do is I would get on a call with a stint and tell him to fuck himself. Now the second thing that I would do is then speak with a stint on the call <laughs> and and ask him, hey, um, okay, now actually, okay, so what I would really do is I'll go down to like the drawing board and see what his roles and responsibilities are of the project, right? Was he responsible for marketing, development? What, were we, what, what is he working on? What were his core parts of work? And then I would immediately start to find a replacement for him. Now, whilst that is happening, I would also make an immediate announcement to the community to deal with this amazing FUD that I'm getting. And I'm getting from bringing this co-founder on board. <laughs> and I'll put out a very apologetic announcement because this probably impacted the floor price a lot, saying, hey, I understand that I didn't do my due diligence and the team that I employ. And I'm going to admit to this fault. I'm going to take full responsibility and bring change to make sure that we are still on track to becoming the best collection in this space. The, and then I'll list out the following things that I'm going to do to immediately deal with the FUD, deal with the situation that I've been handed. So the first thing that I'll do is I was saying, I'll figure out what Esteem's role was, what core parts of work that he was doing. Um, and then start finding an immediate replacement for him. Ideally, maybe someone from the community that is in touch with the culture or an advisor or a founder that I know. I would also take a stand off the team, revoke all of his access to any of the community funds, wallets, Discord, Twitter, etc. Make a public announcement as well as an announcement with Discord. And then hopefully move forward to a brighter future. So all of this sounds very reactive you have found out and yes you can do all of those and might provide the project my question is why was there no due diligence done beforehand when you're entrusting someone as a co-founder not just the team a co-founder of the project it's a very very good question 10-8 and to be honest i absolutely fucked that up i should have been doing more due diligence when bringing a co-founder onto this project i think that this really shows how the anonymity of builders in the space can be a big risk to founders, especially if you're the idea owner and bring people onto the project that can compromise the entire project in the future. I should have taken more care and thought into the vetting process of bringing co-founders on board. I absolutely fucked that up tonight. And in the future, what I'd do is I'd start up my own venture on the side called Doxing as a Service. We'd bring on uh, <laughs> reputable founders uh, for different projects and help people find talent. <laughs> but Rufus, you've already messed it up one time. How are you? How are you ever going to to make sure that the next guy that you're bringing on is going to perform the role exactly that Steve performed and has the reputation that you claim that he has? It's the same situation all over again. Okay, so firstly, John, uh, your microphone has gone to shits. Uh, secondly, I did understand what you said, though. <laughs> so, now, that's a good question. And I mean, when I'm looking for my next co-founder, what I'm going to do is I'm going to meet him in person and I'm going to ask him, hey, give me 
yeah, access to the laptop. I'm going to check every previous work. No, I'm just joking. Uh, I'll find someone that is trusted, fully transparent builder, open, uh, successful. I'd uh, try to fly this person over because uh, I have like millions of dollars in funds raised from this uh, project that we've released and also generated millions of dollars from secondary royalties. So I'll fly this guy over to meet up with him, do an offsite where we can do trust building exercises, maybe you know, take mushrooms, uh, really connect with each other on a deeper level. Um, and then hopefully we have this like unbreakable bond and honesty and transparency between us where I exactly know who he is, what work, I hope who he or she is, what work she, he has done, and then uh, hopefully become an amazing team together. The mushroom journey from what I've heard is an amazing one to do for team bonding. So, no way. Could we clarify, would there be any funds left after I rugged the project? You haven't rugged the project. But you said that... Oh, You're a okay. serial rugger. Serial rugger, the, serial rugger. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Or in your case, if we're moving on to you, mm. Ruthie is the serial rugger. Okay. Let's go. Okay, 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 okay. All right. So, for starters, this wouldn't happen because I know where Ruthie lives. I know his sister. I know his mom. I know his dad. And if he were to try something like this, there would be consequences to every single one of those people. So, <laughs> now that we have that out of the... Like, that this is not going to be something that's going to happen. And because we know each other in real life, let's put this as a hypothetical that I did somehow end up with a, um, a serial rugger as a partner. Right? Ruth is super nervous now. <laughs> Bro, I'm shaking. Oh man, he knows what's going to happen if something like that happens, right? So how my working di- um, dynamic is with Ruthie is that Ruthie is more so the visionary, whereas I'm more involved in the operations and everything back end, right? And so I don't think I would be able to replace someone like Ruthie, especially with everything that he's built up until now. I don't think we would move um, him out of that position. I think there have been previous examples of people who have been serial ruggers and still have continued to build amazing projects. And especially with the way that we've built our project, the amount of trust, the amount of... um, you know, personal relationships and connections that we've built within surgeons. I don't think that's something that we can simply just throw away. And so what we would need to do is to put in measures that would allow us to not let something like this happen again, whether that be forcing Ruthie to uh, docs, whether that be forcing, you know, a community, um, what is it? A community wallet with multi-sig properties, or whether that be to bring on a council within the community, let's say four or five people who have really shown how much they believe in this project, um, that they have the right intentions, they have the right belief, and they know that they, they, they will be able to contribute further towards bringing this project into, uh, or building this project into something that's going to remain a blue chip, not just reach blue chip status. So with each of these people, I think the next step would be to also identify any of the potential risk that Ruthie could bring towards the project as a founder whether that be, you know, access towards certain channels or whether that be access towards certain teammates or anyone that could could be a risk, I think we would need to inject another person from this council that is, has been set up to keep the community safe. I think what naturally needs to happen next is to rebuild the trust that we've broken with the community. And I think how this will happen is that we really do need to be engaging in a lot of voice channel um, communications. We need to put out, you know, an announcement to let them know that this is something that's not going to happen again and slowly build the trust up from that. 
And how we do that is by delivering out everything that we have promised to deliver and more. I don't think at this stage it's enough to just deliver everything that you've put on the roadmap. I think in this example, you really need to step up and out of you know everyone's expectations to really shoot for the moon to make everyone believe that this is going to be the next thing irrespective of what the past uh, experiences were. Well, I was going to ask something, but uh, you've pretty much answered every question I had. So, yeah, I'm just going to have That's to impressive. take the answer for now. Yo. If you beat the wolf, That's it. then you're doing well. <laughs> All right. Okay, let's get to that going still. Ask me something. I'm ready to start. Oh, my God. This guy absolutely smashed the pedal. <laughs> Come on, John. I think it's fair now, right? Because both of you now have won a piece because... Oh, uh, we haven't had the vote yet. We haven't well, had the we vote. We don't know that, John. I know, I know the vote isn't... I know the vote hasn't happened, but I'm pretty sure it's, it's, it's almost tied up at this point. Because It's live right now. Oh, Everyone, is it? jump onto Slido. Have a oh, vote. Shoot. I didn't I summarize. Up, Wait, one thing that I want to clarify. Ruthie, you would just remove me like that? You wouldn't back me as one of your closest <laughs> friends? <laughs> I would do anything for you, man. I'm heartbroken. Bro, bro, I just assumed that this you was just hypothetical, not you. I was just using you as an example, bro. So, that's exactly what I was going to ask uh, Ruthie as well. That you build that connection and now letting go is going to be hard. And that's actually the knee-jerk reaction that, that most projects would take. Uh, but thinking when trying to make it more sensible in terms of a council, multi-sec wallets, and actually delivering more than what your roadmap is promised while still having them on the team is probably the most sensible approach to go. So personally, as team wins, but, you know, we can see. Actually, I got a, actually, I got a follow-up question while the vote's happening. So you're saying oh, that no. doxing solves all of these problems, both of you? No. <laughs> I, I, I do not. Nice one. <laughs> no. doxing, doxing does not solve the problem at all. So I got a, then I got another follow-up question to this. When dox? Oh, that's going to be in October. <laughs> well, it's going to be early November. <laughs> wait, wait. No, 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 no. It's Steam. The surgeons community will see us in Sydney when we do the Sydney event. I... Dude, that's what I was referring Lame. to. Uh, you're just going to take my answer just like that after removing Ooh. and continuing no, to you, use you. my idea. Okay, look, I do want to come over to Singapore, John. I do. And I'm going to try to come over to Singapore around my career trip, I promise. Dubai too. <laughs> nah, Let's I go. I'm not reaching out to Dubai. <laughs> So when, so when, so if I don't, if we stop, if we stop showing up to the podcast, you guys know what happened to me. Ruthless must have done something to me, so you guys will know. <laughs> Love that. I think you won, esteemed. I think you won that. Yeah, it looks like esteemed. You've, 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 you've been the better man in that question. Congratulations. That's that's one for one. And now it's time for me to turn off that question. Done. Now we have a slight intermission where we just get to stretch our arms and, uh, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe start giving a clap if you've, if you've, nah, if you've man, got I'm hands. I'm flexing my, what is it, my fist, pulling my, um, you know, wait, 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 eyes wait, out, wait, getting me... ready for a punch on, stretching <laughs> <laughs> out my shoulders, making sure that the right, left hook, it doesn't dislocate. <laughs> get you what? 
this guy's going to drive over to my house and come through my front door and knock me out. Uh, but anyways, um, so one thing that I want to say to everyone, we've got some new people on here. If you're on this space now and you want to answer a whitelist giveaway for our upcoming partner projects, go up to that tweet pin to the top and retweet it just to let your network know that this is going on. We'll be giving ruthless whitelists off to those people that retweet it. We'll probably give it to like five people. We'll do a Twitter picker. Now we're moving into the final part of our game show, which is called Sell It, where I give oh. you an unsellable situation, an unsellable oh. project, and I ask you to try and sell it to the audience. Okay. <laughs> Wait, so, guys, can I just preface this and let you guys know that Ruthie by trade is a product manager so he has all the experience in selling things so let's let's just keep that in mind uh so you're setting him up for failure now esteem you're setting him up for failure is that what you're trying to do okay i see what you i see what you're doing here bro you're literally setting people's expectations high i'm gonna give a terrible (laughs) sales pitch and then all the votes are gonna go to you no no listen what this is about is really understanding what the strengths of your team are Right, and I understand what your strengths are. I know what my strengths are. I know what my weaknesses are, and I know what your weaknesses are. And we compensate for each other on that front. And so now, team, don't try and slide out. (laughs) I'm not wrong. All right, I'm ready to take. Look, any challenge, throw it at me. I'll take it. Whatever. Let's go. All right, just (laughs) get to. You need to calm down, bro. You need to calm down. So the we're we're really looking for some really strong audience participation for this one. When I set the question, when I say the question, I'll set the question live on Slido, and you will have the opportunity to give your free text answer to that question as well. So audience, listen to the listen to the answers that Ruthie and Esteem give. Um, and trying to selling it to you, and you try and sell it to us. And maybe if you want, put your name in it as well, so we know who you are, and we can when we read it out. So let's start with the first one. Who's going first? I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm going first. I'm going to go first because no, I need to go first. I'm going first now. I'm going first. No, 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 no. I'm going to take all the ideas first. Please, me, please. My strategy in this is to make wait, sure. Wait, 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 First movers market advantage. That's what I'm going for here. <laughs> Gotta guess and sell anything. All right, Esteem, you can go first. Come on, Ruthie. Let him go first. Oh, this guy, this guy wants to do it. Esteem, sell me this. An NFT that burns as soon as you mint it. Putting it live on Slido oh, now. I want to sell that. He he went first. No, he went first last time. No, you went first last time. No, 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 no. Okay, all right. Yo, why would you want to sell this bar? What the fuck? Okay, all right. All right let me <laughs> sell it. Then. Let me sell it. I'll sell it. I know how to sell this. I'll sell it. No, 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 no. I'm still going. I'm Ruthie. Okay, wait, wait. Like, no, great. Can I make a request? Um, probably not. Let's sell the same idea. Oh wait, that's what was probably going to happen, right? That yeah, this is the game. Oh, okay. <laughs> Welcome, okay. Ruthie, to the oh. game. We each get to sell the same idea. The original idea was to put you into a soundproof booth and then get you to answer them separately. But, uh, you know, we didn't have any booths. Mm, okay. Okay. All right. Okay, stand you. All right. No grace. So do we have any more details on what, what's going to happen? So like you mint and then it you burns. You mint it and it burns. When you, you sell mint it, it and it burns. No, no, not when you sell it. You When you mint it, it burns. Okay. 
Okay. And what's the background of the team selling this, or is it just an idea? You tell me. Sell it. Oh God. Oh man. Okay. Okay. Can I can I get two seconds? One. It's been more than two, two Mississippi, Mississippi, three Mississippi, four Mississippi. Okay, listen. So what we're seeing in the NFT space right now is that volume's dropping, ideas are stale, and people are following all of the same trends that have once worked in the bull market but have come towards, you know, a standstill in this bear market. And so what we need to bring out is something that is new, something that's revolutionary, something that hasn't been done before so that you can be a part of NFT history. And what this idea is going to be is that if you mint this NFT, it will burn. And who is this going to appeal to? Let me tell you now. The market for this is the entire NFT space because anyone can mint this and anyone can, you know, be a part of history. Literal history. Something that has never been done before. Tell me, tell me about a time where you've been involved in history where something has not been done before and you know you're at the forefront of that like i wouldn't be able to tell you something that i've been able to do do in that front so i doubt you'd be able to as well because i'm pretty sure i've had like some pretty good experiences in life but they weren't the first times that you know this has been this these experiences have happened in real life and so why is there value in being a part of history and it all comes down to um the core of everything yo dude that's not cool (laughs) all right i'm gonna continue And what NFTs are all about is essentially provenance, right? Being the first of something or having having a part in something. And so while you might not be able to financially gain from this NFT, what I'm thinking is this could create an entirely new market. Instead of selling just NFTs, think about selling your entire wallet, right? Your wallet has transacted on something outside of history, right? So... A completely new market, a completely new forefront for what was once a, you know, booming market that has dropped because of, you know, how slow ideas have been. You're now able to be a part of something that could kickstart this entire space all over again. That is truly visionary. <laughs> I'm wait, 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 wait. So, ST, so you're saying that we, we are minting it and then they're going to burn it as, at the same time. Yes. So yes, how yes. on earth are this, we even going? It's all on the blockchain. So, you can't argue against that. It has happened. Okay, so, what, what, there, so, okay, so, so do you own it or not? No, 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 no. You own the experience. And when it comes to NFTs, NFTs are all about the experience. You own that Why transaction. You something that you don't have an experience <laughs> associated with, right? This is oh, an experience God. like no other. Oh my goodness. So you're saying that we are they're paying for the experience of burning our stuff away. So we're literally, you know, like Leonardo DiCaprio and Wolf of Wall Street just throwing money away off the boat. Okay, listen, 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 listen. Tell me, would you want to be part of the Titanic? Well, actually, wait, no, that's a bad one. That's a bad one. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Read it, 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 read it. Would you, would you, oh, would you want to be there for the invention? I, I the Apollo space landing. Pick something good. John, why would you bring up Leonardo DiCaprio? There's only one map. Go with that, dude. You set me up for failure. That's all it is. That's my entire role here. What are you on? Okay, wait. Okay, Steve, let's... Steve I have a question for you. Yes. What, what's the mint price? Oh, it has to be 0.5 at least. 
because oh, it's gonna be a hard history here. It's like, look, have you seen anyone sell their <sighs> Have you? No, you haven't, right? Because it hasn't been done, and it's because this is such a revolutionary idea, right? And so the, the mint price could even increase, right? What we could actually see is a mint price that is tied to OpenSea, right? Let's say the wallet whole list of other nfts that can get priced at fair market value and you want to buy that whole wallet but it has a premium on top of it because it has been involved in this experience well it's teamed it's teamed hold up hold up so uh is your community just full of ruggers themselves oh all right so 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 listen i reckon this would appeal the most towards okay if we're going with the dynamic path i think what this will appeal to is absolute whales. So we're talking like ginormous whales. Like if you could think of a whale bigger than a blue whale, then that's probably the whale that we'll be looking at. And because all of these big blue whales will be looking at this project, looking at something, looking at being part of history as, you know, they might have been when Ethereum was launched or Bitcoin was launched and now being involved in, you know, the first NFT that burns when you mint, they will get heaps and heaps and heaps of eyes on this project because... You know, who wouldn't want to be a part of history? That's that's all it is. You're the next crypto kitties or the next uh, crypto punks? Exactly. Dude, you get it. You understand it. That is the entire point of provenance. Steve, you, you're not making any sense if you can't even own the thing <laughs> and it's being burnt as soon as you own it. What's the point? No, 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 no. Even, even if you burn something, does it leave the blockchain? No, it doesn't. It shows that your wallet has you even know what burning an NFT means. <laughs> no, 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 no. Look, 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 look. This is, it's different. It's revel- It's look, look, if we continue to think about all of these things in a closed box, we will never be able to move forward, right? And so if we're able to bring this technology to really encapsulate what an experience is about, what being part of history is about, then we're also putting ourselves towards a brighter and better future where this type of, thing gets broadcasted all over the world think about it the meme value of it some nft whale has paid fifty thousand dollars just to get his nft uh his 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 thing uh, burnt the moment that he's minted right that's that's so that's that's how i'm seeing it so instead of real utility you're going to sell an nft that burns on fantastic can i ask you why would you not see this as real utility this is, what, how, how is this, no, no, how no, is this even real? Why, no, no, you can't ask, how is this not re- real utility if you can't back it up tonight? Tell me, why is this not utility? Why is being a part of history not utility to you? That's not Ruflas. history. It's something that Ruflas. people are going to laugh at. Ruflas, I but think, are you I think not part of history? Are you, are you not part of something that has only never been done before? Is that history? Tell me what your definition of history is. No, Rufus. Rufus found the perfect <laughs> co-founder because he managed to find the one person who will now be able to sell water to a fish. He did it, man. <laughs> Rufus did it, man. We got it, boy. We got him. We're just going to make it, man. Oh, my goodness. I think, uh, Yo, I think we're programmed. Thank you. Thank you, Esteem. <laughs> Ruthie, <laughs> your turn. Is there anything left? Uh, uh, <clears throat> So let's go. Let's do this. So there is one problem that I continue to see in the space. One point of discussion that a lot of the space continue to fuss over every day. 
I see it in voice chats. I see it in general chats. I see it on Twitter. It's the common hate, common negativity towards flippers. Now, why do we not like flippers? It's because they mint a project and sell it for a couple of cents because they have no intention of supporting the project in the long term. But hey, this project that we're building is a long-term game. Anyone who mints it should be in it for long-term forever because the value of minting it and being a part of this network of committed individuals is insane. Just imagine the bond that people would go through, the creation of friendships over the experience of minting something that's going to burn instantly. Insane. So how do we solve this problem of flipping and flippies? Well, we program it so that when you mint this entity, it burns instantly. There we go. Okay, so how are you going to verify the people who believe in your project in this so-called long-term project? Well, I'll be working with developers to figure out how we can pretty much collab land or verify that their transaction hash of burning this NFT or minting it in the first place reflects with their wallet and then verify them into the Discord, into a community that will never, ever change. Change of ownership is not known here. It's a permanent community for life. That's beautiful. So safe to say we found the two gentlemen on the entire Web3 space that can sell water to a fish. <laughs> oh man, pulling shit out of my ass is my forte. <laughs> I'm surprised no well, one offered a, uh, an airdrop. Jesus. Oh, no, 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 no. We're all here to rug the community. The, the, oh, okay. Like, no way. Reframe this. No airdrops, no freebies. You'll no, be, no, be a part of an experience. Well, I mean, Look, like, listen, listen. Everyone, everyone continues to complain example. about flippers, so why not just fucking get them, you know, negate the, uh, the impact or the effect of flippers in your collection and just burn it as soon as it's minted? That's longevity right there. No change of ownership. It's just a community with you for life. Whether they love that or not, they have to deal with it. Look, guys, guys, I can also think of past cases where this has actually increased the value of something after it has been Bro, you know, destroyed. Bro, you can't answer after. <laughs> no, 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 no. It just came to me. Think about you... these picture, you know, the one that had a built-in burn, uh, well, shred mechanism. That went from like, what, 300,000 to like, what, 10 million after it was like burnt per se. So... That's, but that's, that's Banksy. Like, all right, Ruthie, Ruthie. But that's like, Banksy. Yeah, Banksy. Who does Banksy think he is? <laughs> but you guys missed the complete point, which I've been constantly asking, and yet none of you answer is that how the heck do you even own the damn thing? As, as so I was burns saying, as as you know, as no, 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 no. As I was saying, you don't have to own it. You just have to verify that you minted it through the transaction. You send oh, the transaction hash, you verify oh, your wallet. God. And we say, yes, okay. you can okay. get into this dumbass degenerate community. Okay, I see where this is going. Okay, I got it. I got what you're saying. All right, I got it. Beautiful. Okay. Well, that's what they thought. What did some people in the audience think? So someone said no. Someone said rebel diabetic. Someone said there will, there will eventually be one left and the holder of the last one gets 90% of the minting proceeds delivered to them. Oh, race to be the last one. And then someone said, the, mark it. I think, no way. I think one thing that people forget is that you're, when you're burning something, you're actually sending it to an address. So if one of the founders actually own that wallet, they own the entire thing. So 
Mm. The last person said, market it as staking. <laughs> like that permanent staking. It just says you have to permanently stake it. You don't know what you're going to get from it. It might come in five years, it might come in ten years. It might be compounding that entire time. You just don't know. I mean, the, I mean the, the, the audience isn't wrong. They're saying it's staking, right? So, like, for example, when you burn something, it's going to send through this wallet that apparently no one owns, right? But if somebody does own it, it technically it's permanently staked with that account. Technically. <laughs> so, technically. So the poll's now open to, to vote on who answered it better. Whether it was Ruthie or Esteem. And I'm going to... Give it a few seconds to see if anyone... Oh, wait, we are getting votes. I wasn't sure. Three votes and uh, oh, 67%. Christine. No. Oh, no. <laughs> you're in the lead. Let's go. Let's... Oh, no. even more <laughs> in the lead. <laughs> oh, that's... No, no way. No way. You've, 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 come up, you've come up with, like, the perfect question to find out whether they can make us eat a bullshit sandwich. You did it, man. I've got, oh, I've got another question. Are you ready to eat some more bullshit? Let's go, baby. Let's this go. is the, the final question. All right. And the game is sell it. And it'll be for Ruthie to answer first. I'm going to turn off the last question. In a second, I'm going to open up this question. An NFT that randomly doxes the holders. So you buy this NFT and some of you are going to be doxed. The text is open now. <laughs> Feel free to answer it. Let's hear what yeah. Ruthie has to say. Okay. An NFT that randomly doxes holders. Let's say, for example, I'm working closely with this developer. What I'm going to do is I'm going to program that a holder will be doxxed every week. Now, I'm going to make this idea very exciting as well, because why the fuck would someone want to be randomly doxxed, right? Well, let's make this, and I'm going to quote it. I'm going to call this project the morality test, the Web3 morality test. Every time a holder is doxxed in a new week, they are given the contract ownership they are given access to the Twitter and Discord admin permissions. Now, their information is out there to the public and it is up to them to drive the project further in the right direction. It is up to them to use the power that they've been given to use it in a moral way to grow the project further. And if they don't, their information is up there for people to hunt down. I think that this is a very exciting project and a lot of people will get around this because matter of fact is everyone is looking for builders and founder experience and experiences and opportunities to personal brand. And I think this is one way for people to go about that. And it's a very exciting yet scary <laughs> approach. So that is well, one idea. Are you doxing yourself as the founder as well? Yeah, I will dox myself as a founder as well. I will. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, 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 no way, no way. You, you forgot to specify the level of doxing. Are we talking about like house, 
like where you live or, or, yeah, or just yeah. your face and fully your name doxed, or, fully doxed like, so fully, like, fully doxed as in fully doxed as in you're giving up like your work details, your passport your, yeah 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 oh, 100 points of ID <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. But Ruthie, Ruthie, so with your model, essentially what you're saying is that you're not going to do any work. You're going to let everyone else drive the, the project and you're just going to sit back and watch it grow or burn to the ground. Well, that's the thing, right? As the founder, I lose access to the contract as soon as it mints. It goes to the next holder, to whatever holder is randomly picked from that contract. So I don't benefit anything from this. I've handed my ownership over. In fact, I took time out of my life to set this project up. And I've handed the baton over to the next person. And so when you think about it from that respect, why would people invest in something that has so much uncertainty attached to it? Because it's such a novel idea. It's such a novel, exciting memeable idea that I think the entire space would get around because they want to find out who the next founder is going to be. They want to find out if that person is going to be moral or that person is going to end up on the world news. Mm, I actually like it. I'm going to be honest. I like it. I like it for the fact that, okay, they don't get to stick, they, they don't get to hold that access, right? Would that have to automatically be transferred the next time someone mints? Would there be a time delay between each founder for them to use this platform to however everyone they want. Everyone mints. Everyone mints. And then every week, a new set of team is selected. And handover is done. Interesting. Interesting. And would you position this as like a one founder type of thing or could you register and mint this as a team to increase sales? Well, I would say the founder that gets selected will also be paired up with four other randomly generated, uh, randomly selected holders, and they will all form a team together. Oh, <laughs> to drive that project to success. Biggest project come out of this. I, I like I'm, the idea, I'm going to be honest. Wait, wait, wait. Well, wait, wait, wait. But you're, look, but you're all, you're all assuming... Well, wait, three more. No, no, ruthless. <laughs> yeah. ruthless. Ruthless, no. That's just all assuming that the people that you've chosen or the people that have minted this NFT actually know what to do. Well, that's a that's an exciting thing, right? One week can be amazing. One week can be absolutely shit. But the goal of this is to see if people have morals and can execute or continue to grow the project to the best of their ability or completely drain the contract and be on world news. Oh my goodness! So you're saying that you're saying that we're gonna leave everybody's details up there, on the off chance that they make this thing succeed. That is correct. <laughs> Oh I think God. that this is the best idea ever, and I'm going to set up NFT morality test tonight. <laughs> oh. <laughs> gives himself a clap. <laughs> oh. All right, no more sandboarding. No more sandboarding. <laughs> Waterboarding. <laughs> it's stinked. I'm going to be honest, I have no clue how the F I'm going to sell this. Because Ruthless, uh, Ruthless's idea, I won. I actually like it very much. But, okay. So, is this idea completely up to... Like, okay, so let's say the contract, all of those different things, that's entirely up to how we want to structure it, as long as it doxes the, the founders once it's minted. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How I would position this, in a similar vein to how Ruthless has 
is that the market will be very specific. And so what I would do to approach this is that I would follow a similar approach to D-Gods where there would be an application process, right? Because this will be geared entirely towards founders, entirely towards creators, entirely towards builders, entirely towards anyone who has anything that's like more of a bigger vision that requires, you know, backing that requires all of these um you know it requires all of your your details to be out there to build that fundamental trust that's required to execute on a project of this scale or well your own project of of whatever scale you want to be um you want to be building and so i wouldn't have this as like a okay you can mint this now oh everyone can mint this now and you can go for it right how i would do this is i would stage the mint over a um a extended period of time right where it you're only allowed to mint after you've got an approval and after you have um yeah after after you're allowed to mint right and so how it would work is that it looks like a launch pad that's promoting up and coming founders builders whatever and you can trust that it will be something like that because one they're completely docs you have all of the experiences it's going to be a super gated super exclusive type of community for you to be get for you to be let into and you can also be guaranteed that it's going to be a complete full stack doxing service so that you don't have to worry too much about the risk of these people effing up, right? You have all of their details. You know about their previous successes. You know about, um, you know, what their special specialities are. You know what their connections are. You know who their networks are. You know who they can pull on when they need help. All of these different things will add immensely to your ability to be able to judge how strong or how much potential a project can have based on the team that is, um, you know, releasing that project. And that's how I would position this, um, this, 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 this very wonderful idea. But all of this is assuming that these founders that you want to get in actually want to be doxed. Would they? That's the thing. They would only be answering if they do want to be doxed, right? Because... You can say that, yes, this is going to dox you, but how many people actually uh, trust doxing services? How many people actually trust people that say they're doxed and drop all of this information and you don't actually know anything about them? With this NFT, it would, I would likely make it a soul-bound type of thing that you can't actually sell because all of your information is on there and all of your information is constantly being updated. Whether you know it or not, the FBI is watching you, right? Yo, so that the FBI, come on now. It's always going to be attached to every single one of these projects and what we need in this space is something like that something where it shows that the space is maturing the space is moving beyond what it once was known for being rugs known for uh you know founders coming in and out extracting so much liquidity with a method like this with a exclusive process like this we can almost guarantee that whenever each of these NFTs are minted and one of these founders are brought to the spotlight, that there will be so, so, so much attention on each one of them. Not gonna lie, both of you have fantastic answers. I, I can't even, I, I, I'm speechless for once. That will be from mine as well. No Hell go go. I, I'm wow. just, I'm just shaking. I'm shaking. Um, how ridiculous it is, but it works. So it is what it is. Rambly old man and the wolf are speechless. We never thought we'd see the day. You should come up with more of these questions. Me and Ruthie to 
fight about behind closed doors. I have a whole list of them. Or ideas for surgeons. I actually love them. I, Bro, we, we, be, we be spitting out amazing project <laughs> ideas from space here. I was bloody scared at the start. If, if anyone, if anyone like, starts these projects, I will personally invest into you guys. Like, like just reach out to me. <laughs> it's, it's such a good brainstorming idea. Because if you can sell this... Then it's well, that's the thing. The, the space really wants novel ideas, right? A lot of money just goes to novel ideas. Let's take wizards.xyz, for example, right? Motherfuckers just randomly allow people to snipe NFTs off the floor and completely burn them. I lost eats from that because I didn't realize. But the thing is, this, the idea was so novel. People loved it. And it's so stupid, but novel. And, and, and I think that's where money flows at the moment in a space like this, founded on Web3 meme culture, right? Wait, is that is that project even alive? Still alive, or I don't think so. I think their storytelling finished. Oh God! <laughs> well, we, uh, that's what you thought. What did our audience have to say? Somebody said, "I'm going to use my mother's ID." <laughs> Yo, that's fucked up, bro. That's kind of fucked up. I can lie. That's fucked up, man. Oh, that's the only answer we got there. Now let's let's see what you thought about their answers. I put the uh, <laughs> the poll up. Who answered it better, Ruthie or Steve? Yeah, I was going to say. By the way, for those that are trying to find out where the poll is, um, go to the pin tweet at the top. Um, by no way, Jose, the search cast Slido, and then go to polls on the right, not Q and A on the left, but polls on the right to find that. Oh, oh God! Oh, oh, oh. in the well, lead. I think we're heading to a tiebreaker. Are we going to be in the tiebreaker? No, oh, no, 50, no. 50. 50. Give us updates because I can't see it unless I vote. Or is there a way to like check? A tiebreaker, guys, please. No, no great. Esteemed leading. Esteemed in the win. We do have some audience Q and A, so maybe. Uh... We can why find not, something why, out of that. Yeah, why not? Why not the? Why not the one that loses has to take the question that's directed at them, and he has to answer. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna let yeah, that yeah, get yeah. keep going. Sorry, Tim. It's very tight. So What's the score? Fifty-seven to forty-three percent your way. Oh, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god! Oh no! Fifty six. Ruthie. Oh no! <laughs> that was good. Speak too soon, bro. Speak too soon. All right, look. This, look, this guy always speaks too soon as well. Whenever we play ping pong, this guy like, oh, I'm gonna smash you, and then I'm here. <laughs> Why like, oh, are you guys? Oh, 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 it's oh, esteemed. No. Esteemed. I don't even want to tell you what the score is right now. <laughs> you just, oh, your, your bar just. Plummeted. All right. I'm oh, going to move on to some of the most popular way, questions. Your way. Oh, so, no. um, with six upvotes, with six Ruthie is a chicken. <laughs> I, I posted that at the very start. <laughs> with, with two upvotes, does Ruthie always wear a ski mask? Uh, esteemed can confirm I do. 
yeah, I've never seen him without it. So you guys might think that, you know, I've done my due diligence and I've got him docked and everything. I've seen all of his family, but I've never seen his actual face because <laughs> of the skin. Oh, God. Rug. So, Rug. I guess this is a question for esteem because um, you should answer this about yourself. How sexy is Ruthie? Oof, man, let me tell you, if we had to dox Ruthie, the project would not be about surgeons anymore. All attention, all eyes directly That's onto that man. Bullshit, bro. Shut oh, your I'm ass up. Shut, <laughs> shut your ass up, bro. Turn into a thirst trap. Shut, shut, your, shut your ass up, boy. Man, I'm telling you, this guy, he is a shut And you're going to see bro, you the October or November Thank you, thank you very much, uh, surgeons, for meeting everyone. Um, I will... All right, everyone is now unmuted. It's <laughs> time you can speak. Yeah, 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 yeah. As I was saying, if you have any more questions about how sexy Ruthie is, let oh me. My I goodness. will let you. I'll give you all the answers you want. <laughs> All right, has this? Um, I'm just looking through the last few questions. Shirag says he's the best alpha caller. People want to know if Ruthie has a face. Another Ruthie's a chicken. How tall is esteemed? <laughs> Why All right. people care? I am 175 centimeters. I'm happy to disclose that. Um, who is the most handsome among you? Oh, esteemed. Man. Sorry, I'm gonna just I'm just gonna plug that out for a second. Why does everyone ask about looks in this space? Why yeah, I don't, just think, I don't I don't appreciate being objectified like that, you know. I want to be known for my abilities as a founder. Right. Do you want I to be known as the person that knows the most the ideal chip to salsa ratio? Cuz that's a Oh, do I do I do. Okay, all right. Last night what I did was okay, I weighed one perfect Dorito. It was 4 by 1.4 to 1.47 grams and then I dipped it in 60% of the um salsa and that weighed I think 6.35 leaving you with like about 4 grams per of salsa per 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 um, Dorito chip, right? And when I did the math, one Dorito bag was like 170 grams of chips. And so if you divided it, it would be 68 Dorito chips in that bag. And then I looked at the salsa, right? And it has like 300 grams per salsa um, tub. And if you divided it by, you know, the amount of salsa on that 60% dip, you got about 68.8. So the ideal ratio is like 60, 59 to 60% per chip. If you want to oh use God. a whole bag, Wow. One top. Did you get your finance degree for this? Yes. Yes. No. That, I, I, Ten, I think you got the wrong thing. I think he's got like a math degree at this point. No, this guy, this guy's an actual <laughs> yeah, dude. This guy's an actual He's like, math numbers, man. Yeah. Oh, he's been smoking some of the fantastic things. That made him think about doing this in the first place. Like, I have no idea why would anybody go and measure four grams of salsa on that shit. Like, come on. I, okay, look, I asked Mia, what is the ideal ratio of chips to salsa? And Mia said 60% in two dips, right? And I was like, okay, all right, I agree with that. I think 60% in one dip and then you eat the whole chip. And so I was like, okay, let's 
let's let's let's let's look into what the actual ideal answer for this is because I'm a scientist. I did not think the question like was going to have this long of an answer. I like to know that when I am saying something, it's correct. I want to have you know backing that it is correct. And so I went out, I tested it, I weighed it, um, and it turns out sixty percent is the correct answer. So that's 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 it. Okay. So just, I'm still waiting so for please. the uh, peer review data. I'm still waiting for the. Uh, yeah, we are. At the at the moment, it's just anecdotal, just from you. So I don't know, but you know, we'll see how we go. <laughs> um, there are some some more questions. Uh, when will Ruthie? When can we get Ruthie drunk and kidnap? Will surgeons art have uh, Ruthie's sky mask and rainbow sombrero oh, traits? Um, are alpha callers oh. overrated? These are all good questions. Well, surgeons uh, have Ruthie's sky mask and rainbow sombrero traits. I'm, I'm assuming the person misspelled ski mask and put S-K-Y instead of S-K-Y. No, I think, I think they, they wanted to see a sky mask, like a mask in the sky. Hey, I saw, oh, I saw the fourth question there was Takoa versus Ramo, who is better at running a project. Can we just go with Nader? Uh, I think this is controversial, but I'm gonna say Ramu. What? Just because? Right, I don't. I think this is gonna get too political. No, no, I think no, we no. should just dive into the next question. This is gonna get. Like... I still have like eight babies, and I need that to pump. So, guys, can you please help me? Okay. <laughs> okay. Thank God. Right, let's let's dive into this question. I do not want to talk about who's a baby. <laughs> so right, I think we'll pull we'll pull the the. Uh... Oh, this, this, you want to you want to do an actual full question, or do you want to pull pull us to a close? Up to you. Let's pull us. Uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe because we'll we can save them for for the the next surge cast. It's up to you. Nah, let's pull it to a close. Let's pull it to a close. Okay, okay, let's pull it to a close then. <laughs> Thank was, you all for coming. Session. I appreciate it. Yeah, no way. That was. Thank you, Ruthie. Thank you, esteemed. Thank you, John. Thank you, Tin. Will be really you, good you. help. Um, you're welcome. We love you. Um, we love you. you know, join join us join us in in uh, insurgents. Come come say hello in in the voice chat, come, or or just in the normal chat. We really enjoyed this. Please uh, post us some questions that you have. Give us some really bad situations, and we will pitch it at the next. What would you do? Yeah, love that. No way. Great session. Everyone. Make, just a reminder that I'm going to be running that giveaway on the tweet pinned at the top. So if you want to try and win something, definitely get up there. And if you're not in the Surgeons Discord yet, DM us and we will get you in there. Um, yeah, that's it. I, I love this. Thank you so much, Mogwai. Uh, 10-8, John, esteemed. I think we have a very uh, interesting synergy. Uh, that was very nice. I thought it was going to be more heated, but Surprisingly, uh, I don't think we came out uh, tearing up and wanting to die. And I don't know about that. With... Still expecting a po- an apology for kicking me off the team, so I'll be expecting that within the next twenty four hours. Otherwise, I will be rugging this project. Uh, I when understand. are we not rugging? You might be feeling salty. When are we not rugging? We are always rugging. Oh, facts, 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 facts. All right, I'll see you all later. <laughs> all right, see you guys. And thanks for coming. Thank you so much. Thanks, Bye, guys. Cheers. Thank you so much.